Hi, I'm Glenn Harper, CPA and owner of Harper & Company, CPAs Plus, and partner in Sula Consulting. In each episode, my co-host, Julie Smith, Harper & Company's practice manager and partner in Sula Consulting, and I will interview a different guest about their entrepreneurial journey. The podcast features interviews with business owners, aka entrepreneurs, who bring intriguing and entertaining clarity to the entire entrepreneurial journey, giving others confidence to build their business. Our goal is to provide actionable value to you, the entrepreneur, to help you do business or build a business. Every entrepreneur deserves to enjoy the journey. Learning from others offers valuable insight and inspiration. We want to provide insight on the why, the how, the shortcuts, and the value add that many entrepreneurs wish they would have had identified at the onset of their journey. Sit back and enjoy the journey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Empowering Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is Glenn Harper. Julie Smith. What's up, girl? You know, just before we started recording, I was talking about how I'm facing one of my biggest fears today. And so tax season, it's definitely yeah. tax season with the 10 key with all the paper and all the things. But um, but it's uh, so it's it's going to be a good day. What's your fear that you have to face today? Well, I didn't think we were going to actually have to talk about it. But you can't bring it up and just let it hang there. <laughs> you know, I have someone um, helping me purge my closet. So I think all the, you know, fellow female listeners will understand that. There's just something about buying clothes and having that new trend or whatever that is. And I definitely fell into that and have not taken the time to go through the past, you know, maybe five years worth of trends that I no longer no longer have a need for. So have someone helping me do that because I might have an emotional attachment to my closet. Have you talked to a therapist about this? Well, I thought that's what we were doing. Today. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. All the guys out there, we have no clue what she's talking about. And that's OK. Um, no, we've got a special, well, good luck with that, but uh, we've got a special <laughs> guest re- returning. We got Janelle Sikora here. She's a, a wonderful entrepreneur, a great friend, uh, works with us on multiple different things. And, uh, we just want to talk about, she had a little slight event happen in her life here a few months ago, and, uh, she's now want, gone full entrepreneur. So congratulations. How you doing, Janelle? Thank you. It's so fun to be here. I really appreciate it. What a nice introduction. But I have to uh, say, Julie, I can relate because I read a statistic that said um, 60%-ish of entrepreneurs, small business owners would rather do things like wear a mullet or lick a dirty subway pole than do taxes. But I'm one of those entrepreneurs who would prefer to deal with taxes over cleaning out my closet. So there's I yeah. feel like we could have a whole a whole thing on this because it, it's a big yeah. thing to females and especially, um, yeah, I definitely think it's a thing out there, but we'll move on from that. No, I think yeah. it's an intriguing topic, uh, but maybe there's opportunity for entrepreneurs out there to do this. Is this person, do they run a business doing this for you? You know, I don't, I don't even know how I got this person. I just gave her the keys and said, just take care of it because it's, it's, my whole house is organized, but that specific area, so... I can relate. Janelle, is that a true <laughs> statement? You have the same situation? Absolutely. Yes. And it would terrify me to allow someone else to go into my closet and make decisions because I'm really, really, I, I love clothes. I love shoes. I love bags. And to have somebody else make choices to remove anything of that nature from my closet would uh, stress me out more than taxes for sure. Well, is that, you know, that, that's an interesting point, you know, entrepreneurs generally have to be somewhat orderly in what they do and very, you know, have things in place, but everybody always has a place that's just messy where they can just like throw stuff and have clutter and it's okay. Is is that your guys' closet? Is that what we're talking about here? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. And so, Janelle, I have a question for you. Yeah. Not to stay on this topic, but, you know, if I'm having like a stressful day or I just need a moment to like get it together, I will literally go lay in my closet floor. It's like a safe place for me. And I know everybody in this room is laughing at me, but I'm having a very vulnerable moment here of like, for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, I can go. Like, it's just my space. Absolutely. A girl's closet is her woman cave. It is totally, you know, a a girl cave, girl hut. Honestly, I do the exact same thing. When I used to live in St. Louis, I'm now in Florida. I had a whole fourth bedroom that was completely converted into my closet room. And I literally would go hang out in there. I had a TV in there. I had a wine refrigerator. It was, I spent a lot of time in there. It was like, it was like a man cave for me. So is, are you suggesting that for our male listeners, they should really strive to have the woman closet cave for their significant others? Is that an important thing? Absolutely. It's Who knew? Therapy. Who knew? Wonderful. Because yes. no one else wants to come enter into there, right? And I think right? it becomes this, it's like, you know, I don't know if I can say that's like men in the bathroom, right? But it's yeah. like, we can go in our closet and no one will enter it. And we can just have a moment of peace of like, okay, I got to get it together. You walk back out and you're good. So true. So true. Only another woman would understand that. Yeah, women's closet, I think, is a terrifying place for a guy to be. We we just don't want any part of that as a general rule. Um, We we don't even know what goes on in there. So back on topic, Janelle, tell us what life event has taken place and exactly where you are today. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, been a crazy start to 2023. Super exciting. I completely entered the 100% business owner entrepreneurial realm. So I actually read something by Brene Brown this morning. She's like one of my favorites. And she said, it's not called a midlife crisis. It's actually, that's not it at all. It's more of a, you're for so long pulled towards something you're really meant to do. That's what it is. So I didn't go out and buy some, you know, big fancy Corvette because that's what I was pulled to do. Um, but I, you know, I, I took that big leap. I've always had my own business on the side, but I've never been exclusively working in that business and I had the opportunity to do it. So I did. And it's terrifying and liberating and amazing all at the same time. So last night I was watching a show and, um, there was a, and I'm not going to do the quote correctly, but there was, it was said you know, you go through life and it's a constant battle of what you feel like you have to do and what you actually truly mm-hmm. want to do. And so do you just feel like the la- you've just been forced with that like internal battle? Yeah, 100%. And I think that's part of where that piece from Brene Brown was coming from. Like you go through life to a point doing what you feel like you're supposed to do for whatever reason, for, you know, financial reasons, for because that's what is expected of you type of reasons, because maybe you just have too much fear to do what you really want to do. But you always have this burning passion. At least I think, I think entrepreneurs all have, they're all wired a little bit differently, a little bit, you know, more risk tolerant, if you will. Um, And there's that inner drive, that spark, that passion that constantly, tugs at you until finally you're like, okay, I'm doing this. What's the worst thing that can happen? I'm doing this. So yeah. And then 
I think something switches and you finally go, um, all right, it's time. There's, there's no like perfect time. Right. But I'm doing this. And do you so feel like some people do it from the get go, uh, but I didn't. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like my daughter will never have a W2. She graduated from college business owner from day one. Me on the other hand, you know, it's like I have a career, a sales career, and then business owner. Remember, I think you're, you know, a closet accountant, so that makes sense. Yeah. We got to do things methodically oh, yeah. and process driven, and then we eventually make the decision. Did you, yeah. did you feel like um, you were kind of serving two masters? You're trying to serve your real job and your passion yeah. to be an entrepreneur. And I guess it's probably at a certain point in time where like, look, I can't do either one of these to the extent unless I stop one. Is that kind of where you went to and just said, yeah. that's what I had to be? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, and I always recommend to people too, that before, you know, if, if people think they want to go into business, don't just quit your job and cold Turkey decide I'm going to start a business that I can't even imagine the stress associated with that. I think it's really good to start a side hustle, start a business on the side and grow it, grow it, grow it. But what ends up happening to your point, Glenn is, you know, you're working your quote unquote day job, your W2 job, and you're doing what you need to do. And then if you're someone like me, I'm, I'm very competitive and highly driven. So I always still, when I was selling, had to be at the top of the leaderboard. I always wanted to be there. So, you know, I'm, I'm killing myself to get there. But then it wasn't what I really was passionate about. What I was really passionate about was doing what I do, which is helping. I mean, I, I love working with accounting firms and I, I love helping them figure out their content strategy, figure out their entire marketing strategy to grow their business and to attract talent, which is a huge problem in the in the profession right now. So while I was like that, that's where I would geek out because I enjoy that, truly enjoy that so much. It doesn't feel like working. Then, you know, when I was doing my, you know, my regular W2 job, it's like not very gratifying. So Eventually, when you grow it big enough, you can take that lead and um, just blossom from there. So, yeah, eventually you do have to kind of make a decision and make a choice. And for all of our listeners out there who were in your position and were serving essentially two masters, as Glenn says, do you feel like once you took that leap of faith, the gates just opened up for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So a couple things. Definitely they opened up. Um but I think too, the other important thing is to really, truly, truly understand your niche and your customer. Um, I think that's the most important thing because the more immersed you get in what your clients do, the better you understand it, the more value you can add. So I think that that's really, really important. But yes, it does just the minute you niche down, understand your niche and then go full blown the doors just open. They, they literally do. It just happens. And, you know, it happens through networking. It happens through property, properly marketing yourself. But, but yeah, and, you know, it happens in immersing yourself in that community of clients that you serve. I got to tell you, I feel like I got to question your judgment a little bit of who would pick to work with accountants. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is brutal. Uh, but I'm just no. kidding. We're we're happy that you work with us. You're you're an amazing, an amazing person, and and you've really helped us tremendously. So yeah, you've definitely found your niche. But no, if we can't poke fun of accountants, what fun is that? But yeah, even <laughs> so even if true. it's a weird a weird industry, uh, you still if you can help them, that's what it's all about, right? And if you bring the yep. need, uh, they'll they'll solve the problem. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I think, you know, what I find most fun about working with accountants, because I get asked that question a lot, like why accountants, why CPAs? I actually really love it. As you two know, I actually went to school to be an accountant and took a completely different path after like getting, doing an auditing internship and going, this is definitely not for me. (laughs) Um, But what I really love about working with them is that we're at this crossroads in the profession where you've got small firms who really, really want to grow. They don't want to just be the tax guy anymore. They want to have those ongoing long-term relationships where they can actually um, help business owners grow their business. And that's a, a little bit of new territory for a lot of CPA firms because they can't completely rely on referrals anymore. So how do I market this advisory service, this whole, you know, Pass or whatever they want to call it in their firms. How do I do that? I'm used to marketing tax returns. And by the way, I'm a CPA. I'm not a marketing person. Well, for me, I've always sold to accountants. So I understand what it's like to run a small practice. I understand the challenges and I understand that accountants aren't marketers. So I can take my background in sales and marketing and apply that to an accounting firm that's trying to grow by marketing themselves differently than they ever have before. And to me, that's really gratifying. That's a lot of fun because accounts are really organized. They're very analytical. And, you know, in general, they're, they're really nice humans too. So it makes them really fun to work with. I bring a tear to my eye. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the funny thing is, is the, the market has changed so much because there are the opportunities for entrepreneurism in the United States is just exponentially grown. So that particular client now needs to be served. There's a ton of them out there. And before, they just needed an accountant to do the task of a tax return because everybody was employed by the man. Now, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are really making the break from working for the man and saying, I'm going to hang up my shingle, do it my way. And they need that advice. And that advice that they need is exactly what an advisor CPA can do. And so, yeah, I think you're right. You're on to something for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Janelle. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Nope. Go ahead. No, I was just going to I was just going to piggyback on that, Glenn, to say you're 100% right. And I think a lot of what stops people from going into business is that fear of, oh man, I wouldn't even have a clue how to set it up, how to track expenses, how to pay myself, you know, what to do. And I think that stops a lot of people, but if they just realize that, you know, have that conversation with an accountant, let them show you um, how they can help you and guide you and take that stress off your shoulders that might kind of open, you know, open the door for them to go, okay, I can do this. And it's, it's the, as I've said before, and you guys know this, uh, having a good CPA business advisor is literally the best investment you can make in your business. And right. And I think the industry is going, you know, the accountants think they're just there for the task of doing a tax return and and they're not, and they're slow to realize it. But once they, every single CPA out there in their practice knows this is happening, they're in total denial but once they realize it and like, wow, it's really easy because you just do what you normally do, just do it in a different way and you market to those kind of folks, you're, you're going to change your practice over. So that's huge. So Janelle, for our listeners out there, because, you know, this is like your update. What advice would you give for, to someone who is on the edge of like, OK, I have this corporate job. I'm getting, you know, Glenn calls it a real job, whatever, however you want to define that. And I really have these strings tugging at me to go do and find this passion. What, you know, what would advice would you give them as you've gone through that? And now you're on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So 
two things. One, I think I would absolutely tell someone if they're thinking about, if they've got this entrepreneurial tug, then start a side hustle. Everybody can start a side hustle. You can do that. And, and that's the most, that's the safest way to do it. That's where you can really, you know, test the waters and see if what you think you want to do is what you really enjoy. Um, begin to immerse yourself, I think, also into that community of people that you want to serve. Truly understand them and understand what they want, what their problems are, what success looks like for them to see if you can serve them. Um, but another thing, too, that I'll throw out there now, I didn't have this, but I would recommend it to anybody who's thinking about starting a business now. There's a new book that came out um, by one of my my favorite people, um, Amy Porterfield, and it's called Two Weeks Notice. And I read that book when it came out and I thought, oh, my God, if I would have had this several years ago, I would have followed it to a T like it would have been my textbook and I would have done every little thing in there. So for anybody listening who's even thinking about, man, I'd love to own a business someday. Wouldn't it be awesome? Um, I would highly recommend that book, uh, Amy Porterfield, Two Weeks Notice. And the other thing that I will say, though, too, because I get this question all the time of, well, wow, can't you just go hang out on the beach all day? You could go to the beach whenever you want. You, you know, I, I do. I live really close to a beach. That is the exact opposite of what is like owning a business. I think you work more even because you're more invested than, you know, if you do have that W-2 job where you can totally disconnect on the weekends in a lot of cases, not all cases. Um, but it is, it's hard work and you have to really, you know, when it's your baby, you're, you're just attached to it, mainly because you want to be, you don't necessarily feel that you have to be all the time. It's a choice, right? And when you're given oh, the choice, you're going to choose it. But when it's dictated to you, um, in general, I think, you know, Janelle and I's personality yeah. run the other way. Yeah, we're going to yeah. need the TPS reports at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, no, nobody wants to hear that. Um, exactly. But no, the good news is, like, again, if, 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 um, if people have that tug and they want to go do that uh, and become an entrepreneur and they just don't want to do it, that's okay. Um, somebody else is going to take that opportunity and, and, and really make the best of it. So it's really incumbent on you, the individual, to kind of make that decision that it's it, life is what you make it. And if you like working for somebody, that's great. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. If you have those proclivity to do those type of things, that's fine. But if you want to jump, try not to wait too long because the opportunity, you know, may not be knocking too much longer. Yep. That's absolutely true. Well, that's fantastic. Well, we're so excited for you, Janelle. Uh, you don't look stressed. You don't look tense. You look, in fact, very relaxed <laughs> and very confident, ready to rock and roll. So I think it's working well for you to make those choices. Yeah. I have I one so. more one more question Ooh, okay. as we can, you know, go back to to your first episode. Do you still believe your superpower is the same? Oh man, that's a really good question, Julie. Um yeah, I do because I think the more I've grown in my business, um I that superpower has been really affirmed, which is basically and and this just gets me so energized and jazzed when I can talk to a CPA firm, like the the leadership and l like with you guys, and you're like, okay, here's our vision. Here's what we want to, what we want to do, where we want to be. And if I can take that vision and turn it into reality, that gets me so excited. I absolutely love to be able to take what someone wants to do and make Thanks. it happen for them. That's super exciting. Ain't it though? When you, when you help somebody yeah. achieve their success that they want or their goal, it's the best feeling ever. 
you know, it really does it for the money. They do it to help people. That's one of the coolest things about being an entrepreneur. You, you, if you help people, the money will come. You know, I think that's a really good point, Glenn, because, you know, I think some people think, oh, I want to own a business because I want to make all this money. Yeah, that's great. You can. But I think that's the wrong reason to go into business. I don't think you're going to be as successful as if you were to go into business because you're super passionate about solving a problem or doing something to help a certain group of people. Yeah, everybody's, the people see right through that if you're doing it for the money. If, if you're yeah. really trying to help people, it, it sells itself. Do you have any yeah. plans to, you know, grow a team around you or are you just just okay being just Janelle? Yeah. Well, you know, that's an interesting question um, because we, you know, I think about that a lot. And when you are the business, you have to stop and think about, well, how there's only one of me, how am I going to scale? So it kind of goes back to also another reason why you need to have a really good business advisor to kind of help you through, you know, brainstorming some of those things. But yes, I do plan. I have um, another really smart thing I would advise, advise any small business owner to do is have a VA. And I do have a VA. She's amazing. She takes a lot of administrative things off my plate. And then um, I have started working with another person that um, is just an amazing human being and has this really good um, propensity for writing. She's a teacher. And so she wants to write on the side and she's been learning and I've been teaching her. And, and so my idea is to be able to bring more people into my business that I can't, that can help me in specific areas of the business, but there are certain parts of it I'll never be able to let go of. Um, but I would like to scale. I would like to have a team, um, so that I can run really efficiently, not a giant team, just a, you know, a good sized team where, you know, I can trust them and they can help me grow. And so when we talk to you in 12 months and we go from a decent sized team to a big team, I'll be excited to, to know that, but we'll be and, like, yeah. I told you so. And for all of our listeners, a VA <laughs> is a virtual assistant just to make sure that everybody yeah, I was asks. wondering about that. I, I knew you were. Yeah. So when we yeah. came in here, Janelle, he was, he was like, I need an assistant. Um, so now maybe you can help him, help him get one. I need a VA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah. I had a V8 actually, but anyway, well, well, Janelle, we appreciate you coming on and chatting with us. I wish you great success. I know you will be. And uh, if you need anything, please don't hesitate to, hesitate to reach out. And before we go, can you give a little plug of, of your business? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. So thank you for having me on. I am thoughtleadercreative.com. So you can find me there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, um, Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-K, Sakura S-Y-K-O-R-A. Or you can find me on Facebook, Thought Leader Creative, and then, of course, on LinkedIn. Um, so, yeah, I would love to connect with anyone out there. Um, I try to put a lot of content on LinkedIn, so you can follow me there. It's probably the best place. But thank you. I really appreciate the time and the opportunity to join you guys today. It was great to have the update. It is awesome. Take care. Glenn Harper signing off. Julie Smith. At Harper & Company CPA Plus, we just don't care about the numbers. We care about helping you tap into the greatness of your entrepreneurial journey. You deserve a partner who has helped hundreds of businesses go from paying the bills to building the business and lifestyle of their dreams. Go to our website and download our free guide entitled Entrepreneurial Success Formula, How to Avoid Managing Your Business from Your Bank Account. The link is in this episode's show notes.